What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. On today's episode, we will hear from Iowa State offensive and defensive coordinators Tom Manning and John Haycock. We'll hear from Coach Tom Manning first. He'll talk a little bit about the battle they've had at the running back position throughout fall camp. Uh, he'll talk about the offensive line now without Jake Remsburg and how that uh, group has progressed throughout the fall. Uh, and then he'll talk a little bit about Hunter Deckers as well and what he's continued to see from Iowa State starting quarterback going into next week in the season opener against Southeast Missouri. Then we'll take a quick little break and then we'll be back with Coach Haycock. He'll talk about the position battles at cornerback. He'll talk about how Colby Reeder continues to progress, uh, some of the surprises that he's seen from his team throughout fall camp and more here uh, on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. So without much further ado, here is Iowa State Offensive Coordinator Tom Manning. Can you tell us about that running back competition? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been very good. You know, I think um, you know all those guys have had flashes, and and uh, you know, obviously last year I think there was you know everybody knew that Brees was going to be the the tailback, and then now having the opportunity with you know I think these guys are all you know kind of chomping at the bit and have been, and um, you know really all four of those guys have done a really good job and have all had some really really good days, and um, probably most proud that that group has been very consistent throughout the really without the entire camp. What's the significance of having a thousand yard rusher? Uh, you know, I, I, I think probably first and foremost, um, it shows that you have the ability to run the football um, and that you at least have made a commitment into running the football, which is certainly a big deal. And uh, one, obviously, from an attitude standpoint, but I think just in terms of you know, opening up the other opportunities in the passing game and uh, making you certainly two-dimensional and having the ability to run and throw the football. Uh, but I don't know if there's a, you know, premium on where or how we get the yards as long as we can get the yards, whether it's spread out between a lot of guys or, or one guy. But I, I certainly I think it's a, you know, for the offensive line, it's a point of pride to, you know, you feel it's something that's certainly, you know, noteworthy and good. Um, but I think primarily it's just that, hey, you've established that you have the ability to run the football. I mean, the year, yeah, the, what was that? The year that Brees didn't have 1,000, whatever, he had 897, either you or Matt kept him, kept him from that by not playing so much earlier. That's way Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, good. But, but yet, the, the position group as a whole rushed for 1,600, 1,700 yards. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that's probably a great point. I mean, certainly you love to you you love to have that for their own accolades, and mm -hmm. um, but I think as long as we're getting the yards and that we're you know attempting to establish that and hopefully establishing the run, I think that's uh, always been a belief of Coach Campbell. Um, and I think in college football, there's it's uh, certainly and really in any level of football, I think having the ability to run the football is a it's a huge 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 deal. Was Remsburg being out shifted? What you guys got to do up front? Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's given us some, uh, one, it's given us some chances to look at, you know, what are maybe some other combinations. And then, um, you know, it's given, you know, uh, Travers been in there playing a little bit. You know, Tyler Morrow has been in there. So it's, it's been good for us to uh, get an opportunity, honestly, to get some of those guys some reps with, you know, the first team guys and working different people together and moving some people around. So obviously it's not something we're happy about right now. Um, but I think it's, I think in long term, you know, obviously it gives us a, 
a better idea of what else is out there and how you know what else can we do if things like this exist uh, down the road. Wasn't it last season where you ended up replacing tackles with guards or guards with tackles or something like that? And you were just essentially finding anybody that was healthy. Yeah, that yeah. Last year we, you know, it was, uh, you know, we had man really a kind of a ton of injuries yeah. um and all kind of in the wrong time you know there's never a good time but uh just kind of the way it went and you know we were ended up moving a lot of guys around and trying to find what we felt like hey this is gives us this week the best five and i think there was a bunch of different combinations throughout the week obviously you don't want that and you want as much stability as you can um i think if you look you know and look back on it you it, it's it's it never feels good when it's happening, um, but I think as you look forward to this year, there's a lot more guys that have had at least some meaningful playing experience, which is always valuable, um, whether they've gone in for a little bit, for a couple of series, and maybe some things. You know, there's a difference between playing at the end of a game um, as an offensive lineman and or a guy that's in there in meaningful snaps, and it's you know it's third down and it's really you know heating up, and so I think some of those guys got a chance to do some of those things. Uh, last year that hopefully has at least provided them some confidence and belief going into this year. We talk a lot this time of year about who's winning jobs and all that, but with a new quarterback, new running back, what's it, how valuable is this time as a play caller to try to figure out what the rhythms are going to be once you get into games here in a couple of weeks? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think we've tried to simulate some of those things just uh, in terms of how you, f you know, how do you feel, uh, you know, you're playing, how do you, you know, and I think, you know, being around us long enough that, you know, I think every week is a little bit different and maybe our style of, you know, how do we feel like we have to play to win the game? And obviously we play great defense here. Um, so that always plays a factor as well. And, and you know, uh, we've tried, you know, I think to, to simulate or mimic the different scenarios that could come up. You know, I think Coach Campbell does a great job of putting our kids in situations and coaches into situations that, will come up in games. How do we handle those things? How do we handle those situations? And then also, which I think you're kind of alluding to, is just how do you play normal down and distance? What's the flow of the game? And you know, what, what, what are the strengths of not only the quarterback, but what are the strengths of the offensive line, the running backs? What style do they play? So we have spent, I think, a ton of time um, you know, trying to figure some of those things out. We feel like we have a grasp on it uh, because you know, there are a lot of new players. Um, you know, at a lot of different positions. So uh, that has been something that we've we've paid attention to and have tried to uh, tried to figure out the best answers for us uh, early. You know, going into the season. What aspects of Hunter's game have impressed you the most as he's progressed through fall camp? Yeah, I think you know, and I think I probably I'm not surprised, um, but I think his intelligence, um, his his study habits. Um, you know, I think he has a great idea of what he is seeing on the football field. He can relay that to you and really give you useful information and feedback that, um, you know, Hunter has been here for a while, you know, and I think, uh, you know, those years, one, going against Coach Haycock's defense every day in terms of, uh, you know, scout team and those kind of things, those are, you might not be making all the reads, but those are, you know, full speed reps that he's gotten for a long time. And obviously he's played meaningful reps and, Seeing Coach Haycock's defense, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on a lot of the time, you know, and um, so I think that, you know, his his general knowledge of what goes on, but I've been really impressed by his uh, his uh, his study habits, um, 
he doesn't miss much, um, and he really has put in the, the effort off the football field in terms of, you know, paying attention to the meeting room and then taking those things and, I mean, you know, kind of expanding on him once he gets out on the football field. And, and so that has been really good. Obviously, he's a very talented young man and can do a lot of things throwing the football and running the football. Um, but I've been probably most impressed by just his overall command of what's going on. Has anybody separated as far as two? Uh, we're still working on that right now, yeah. I mean, it's been a, it's been a dogfight. Uh, those guys have done a, both those guys have done a great job. If there's a next level for Xavier Hutchinson, what does that look like? That's a hard question. He's done a lot. <laughs> well, I, 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 he has certainly done a lot, um, but the I'm most impressed by what he does day to day. Every day's goes really, really hard. I mean, is. He's a, a real team football player, which I think sometimes at that position is not always the easiest thing to find. Um, he has pushed himself to be very good. Um, and his, his work habits, his, his routine is uh, very impressive. Um, so I think we'll see, you know, whatever we see, I think we'll see the, that that is uh, the best effort. And, uh, you know, he's, he's made a ton of plays in camp. He's been extremely impressive. But just as a teammate and as a guy to be around, He's, uh, he's, he's been phenomenal. And really, he's been phenomenal from day one till, till right now. And that's probably why we have felt like there's an improvement week to week every, you know, every season. You know, I mean, you look at the first year he was here, you felt like he just kept getting better. And then last year, you kind of felt like he just kept getting better. And quite honestly, you, I kind of feel the same way now be, because of the work that he's put in. To go back to Deckers, is he? in a dwindling situation in that he's a third-year guy as a first-year starter where you're going to see less and less of that either right now or going forward with guys either leaving programs or coming into programs? I Man, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I, I just I'm don't know. I think for who you guys have had it, probably not. Yeah, I mean, I, think, I just, I, you know, the quarterback position is a really interesting thing um, nationally. I mean, it's uh, – there's a lot of a lot of transfers, I think, at quarterback, and they're getting recruited younger and younger, and there's a lot of things that go into it. And uh, I mean, I I don't have the time or the intelligence to worry about what else is going on out there. You know, um, I know we're really happy to have Hunter, and I'm really glad that he uh, you know stayed here and and studied and you know tried to be the best version of him that he could be. So. But uh, I, I know what you get. I just don't have an answer. You know what I mean? Cornerback position shaking out with the at least four guys who are talking about really going at it hard. Oh, it's been great competition. You know, I mean, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Really, you know, great kids and guys. You know, you got veterans and young guys. And um, you know, the reality though that none of that group has played a lot of, of football. So it's been great competition and. You know, I think to this point they've done a great job of, of what we're asking them to do. So it's been a lot of fun to watch. Has Reader learned everything now there is to, to know? <laughs> uh, he's getting there. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the blessing is he's a veteran. He handles it all. You know, I think that's the reality of it, uh, Randy. I, I think the thing you see is, is that, um, you know, it may be the first time that he's seen some stuff. I mean, he's only into, what, 30 practices, 25 practices or whatever of the defense. So he, he's still learning, uh, but he handles it. Um, he's learned how to handle the situations, and it only you know, takes one time, and he's a good learner. He's, is it 
What kind of a transition do you think it is for him? Oh, I think it's hard. I think anytime those guys come from another, you know, again, you've been set into a different situations, different terminology, different concepts. What are you trying to do? And, you know, I, I think um, he's been able to sort it all out. I give him at least a great patience. He's got a great football mind. Uh, and he, you know, he, he takes coaching. And, you know, when you do that, you surely have a chance to keep growing. Do you know any of the three previous defensive coordinators that he's had? Um, I don't off the yeah. top. I don't. Similar, I guess, also a challenge, Darian Porter being in the mix at cornerback. What's his learning curve been like? Oh, he's been awesome. You know, I mean, moved him over there in the spring. He played all the special teams, you know, so he's got toughness about him. He can really run. Um, you know, he's created all, you know, same thing. Like, he's created opportunities for himself. So, you know, again, it's he's another guy that's been fun to watch. What have the surprises been, whether it's a player or two or a position group or anything? Well, surprises. Um, I don't know. I, I just think the I think the willingness to learn. I, I don't know if it's a surprise. It's it's a very different group. Uh, we probably only have what less than a handful of guys that have ever really played a full season and in, in full games. Uh, so it's all new to everybody. They're young, uh, but they're very energetic. They're eager to learn. They got great competition. Um, the leadership of this group has been, I don't know, maybe in my career is as good as I've seen. Um, you know, their willingness to teach young people and uh, it takes a lot of time and a lot of patience to want to do that. And I give those older guys, you know, Ryan and, and you know, even Colby at times, you know, just being able to, to relate to those guys to, to what it takes to play defense. And I think it's been fun to watch. What's been the process of, of trying to replace Annie? Um, well, you know, we're really replacing the majority of our defense. I think, you know, you're just trying to find all the parts, and uh, I think they're there. You know, I think we have good parts, actually, and I, I think we're just trying to sort out who and when and how many and all of those kinds of things, and I think we're still in that process. I, I don't think we've, we've gotten to that point where we know exactly who and what and when and how many, um, you know, at this point yet. So. Uh, but that's also, I think, exciting to me. It's a lot of competition, and, and uh, you know, we'll get it sorted out. The players will help sort that out, and uh, we'll get it sorted out on our end. Do the parts fit what you guys have done the last few years, or is there changes around personnel? Uh, there's changes. Yeah. There's been changes around personnel. Um, you know, care share. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. Or, um, but you know, we, we've uh, you know obviously got a lot of D linemen and, and you know linebackers and those kind of things. So we're sorting through it all. Um, you know, uh, I think still the reality of it is is how we play. You know, I mean that's been the biggest emphasis in trying to teach guys that are new here and um, you know running to the football and the passion in which we play defense and you know, uh, everyday attitudes and those kind of things, you're still in that process. And, and that's still the most important thing to me. What types of additional steps of progress have Isaiah Lee made since? Uh, he, I, I think just kind of, you know, again, I think those guys grow up, to be honest with you. You know, I, I think that's the reality of Rob. I think those guys, man, all of a sudden we're getting close to the edge and the sand's running out of the hourglass and now everything's really, really important and we sort it out and, Man, I gotta play like crazy and study like crazy, and they they take all the things that they've learned, and you know that's what he's done. He's had a great off season, tremendous off season. Have you seen Hummel and Rose play at all? 
much. Just on some clips, you know, at the edge, you know, you get to see him afterwards or whatever. But, um, you know, it sounds like, you know, obviously with Jake's statistics, but mm-hmm. um, haven't got to actually see, just see clips of him that somebody will stick a, you know, a clip or two in my face. And But it's fun to watch those guys. It's great to hear any the other night. And, you know, all the scouts come through, so we get a chance to touch base with them. Um, they let us know how everybody's doing and, you know, that kind of thing. So that's been, that's been, that's probably the closest thing we have to, to seeing it all. Obviously, you've got Anthony and Bo back at the same mm-hmm. position, Anthony from corner. Right. Who or how has there kind of been some progression and growth from some of the younger players at that third spot? Well, you know, that's another reality, too, is it's a growing position for Anthony. I mean, it's the first time he's been back there. Bo did not play. You know, he played towards the end of the season. But, you know, he's still just a young guy. And so that's growth. You know, you're still watching those two guys grow, even though they're names that, man, you've seen them out there running around. They, they still are, are new at that position. You know, I think, you know, the Trace, Trey Howard and, and Travion McGee, and I, I just think some of those guys have done a good job. Um, you know, I hate picking out names. Coop's done a good, Jeremiah Cooper, all those young kids. They're all battling for the same spots. You know, Blake Thompson and, um, you know, Mason Chambers. And, you know, there's about six or seven of them there that we're just trying to, again, maneuver around parts for parts and, you know, figure out who the who the best group is and then what's the, you know, pair and the spare. So we, we're still still working through that as well. How have Orion and Reader kind of meshed as veterans, but coming at it from, you know, Orion being a veteran in this program, yeah. but Reader a veteran in Delaware? Yeah, I think all those guys, all those guys have moved from the back of the room to the front, you know, and I think that's, a, you know, that in order to do that, you have to be special. You know, you can't go from the back of the room in any program and be in the front of the room and not have done something and survived and and persevered and been through tough times. And uh, you have some kind of story to tell. And I think all of those guys, the willingness that I see is is for them to share their story with the rest of the team. And that's leadership. That's priceless. That's that's not when coaches are around. That's, you know, in the dark, as we would say. And I think those guys have been so willing to do that. Um, and I appreciate them because I, I think they all know they need everyone else. And I think that's part of leadership, too. When you can recognize the fact that, hey, I can't do this by myself, man, that's real leadership in anything. And, uh, you know, I think that group has embraced that concept and, and trying to do it as a team. And, and I, I really respect them, and, and I'm, I'm thankful and grateful for them. Are you talking about the linebacker group in general? I'm talking about two? our leadership guys. Okay. You know, I'm talking about Anthony Johnson and, yep. you know, Kobe Reader and, and Will McDonald and guys that have gone from the back, Anthony, and that whole crew that have gone from the back of the room, OV. I mean, they all got stories. And Kobe Reader, like, man, what a story he's got to get here to this point. And willingness to share that and, and share what you know and with the other guys and realize you can't do this by yourself, um, a lot of respect for him. Have you guys been playing once versus once? I know last year you did. Oh uh, yeah, mix and match. Coach yeah. just changes it up all the time. Ones, yeah, it's a, it's an ongoing. Yeah. Just we're, and I'm, you know, the same thing. The ones, ones are ones one day, and some are different ones the next day. So it, it gets to be quite a, you know, there's a lot of shuffling going on to get our best players reps. But uh, it's been good. We've had a really, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm ever pleased, but I'm, I'm excited about what our guys do every day. That I'm excited about I, the the attitude and effort and the want to um, man. It's impressive. What would it take to please you? 
Um, I don't know. I, I just, you know, a lot. But yeah. uh, in reality, though, I, I think you're always striving for perfection, you know, and that's my job. My yeah. job is to is to get it to try to be perfected, perfected. Is it ever that? No. But if you fall short of perfection, you got a shot. But if you're just aiming, you know, for average, right. falling short of that's not very good. And um, I think at times last year we, we were average on defense and that's not the standard here. That's not what we believe in. And, you know, we have to play every single game and, and play to our best. So, you know, I'm, I'm the guy, the bad guy that's always trying to strive for perfection and try to get everything perfect and knowing that that's probably not the case, but something short of that's going to be okay. It's going to be enough.